You're listening to Free Indeed Radio, the podcast from Free Indeed Ministries. Today on Free Indeed Radio. Like real, real love. It, it doesn't seek its own. You know, like like First Corinthians uh, thirteen talks about. It doesn't. It doesn't seek its own validation from somebody else. And now here are your hosts, Brandon and John. Hello, welcome back to Free Indeed Radio. I'm Brandon, and I'm John. So uh, today we're going to talk about um, sex, love, and intimacy, and how um, just how it gets all kinds of screwed up in our minds and in uh, culture and Christian culture, almost kind of especially. Right. Um, like I, I know just that growing up in in uh, our uh, f- afraid to talk about sex culture that we that we that I grew up in um, and and with the porn and especially with the confusing things about sex in the world like it's just it's just something that you do and then you know learning about love and intimacy and and what they were and what they weren't um just on my own it just got so it just got so screwed up so quick and um it's a major part of our teaching in free indeed for sure um so yeah we thought we would be we thought <laughs> it'd be good to just talk about that well, let's do. Let's see how they uh, are together, you know, uh, a three-stranded cord, and yet how they do function very much independently uh, from each other uh, on their own. Mm-hmm. So in the mind of someone who's very sexually active, especially outside of what God has called it to be, um, anything outside of marriage between one man and one woman, uh, for biblical terms, then we find that sex, love, and intimacy almost become one thing. There's like a like three different colors of clay, but they've all been <clears throat> mashed together into one big ball. And so again, we want to kind of pull those colors apart and, and show you them. Uh, we often come from uh, with this topic from the same-sex attracted mind because that's where we find the most confusion. Well, yeah, so um, we... We talk about it from from the perspective of um, when you're talking about sexual orientation, especially with somebody who deals with same-sex attraction or gender identity issues. Um, when, if you've heard us speak at all before, we'll say, um, uh, we talk about this specifically when we're, when we're talking about that uh, phrase, uh, hate the sin, love the sinner. Right. And, um, <clears throat> like, if your sin, if that person's sin is their sex and they are identifying as their sex and that's where their love is and that's where their intimacy is tied in because in their mind it's all one jumbled ball, um, then you just said, you know, I hate your sin, but I, I love you or whatever or God hates your sin but but loves you, then you say to that person, essentially God hates you through and through because you are your sin in your mind. Um, 
and how you know when when you tell somebody who thinks that way well you just need to be celibate for the rest of your life what you essentially mm-hmm. just told that person is um you're never going to experience love or intimacy in the fullness that it possibly could be with another human being because you can't have sex with them right because love sex and intimacy are all the Once again the same thing right um and uh you can have sex with somebody without loving them or being intimate with them. You can mm-hmm. love somebody without having sex with them or being intimate with them. And you can be intimate with somebody without loving them or having sex with them. You know, like that's that's very much a thing. And when you say without loving him, you're talking about in the, uh, the, the sexual kind of way because there's different kinds of love, of course. And we, mm-hmm. we're not going to go necessarily into all of that as a heavy breakdown because... We want to keep these categories just clear um, because that's the topic. So the sex of things, obviously, that we believe and we know that God believes that sex itself is an act between a man and a woman and inside of marriage. Outside of marriage, you know, people are just as responsible before the Lord as as anybody. It doesn't matter what two people it is. Uh, so we know that that's there. And there are different uh, things that drive us to sex, um, fears, anxieties, um, you know, lies we've believed about ourselves. Or even just Identity. regular plain old desire. And then, of course, yeah, just desire. Like, you know, that's what I wanted. So that's what I did. And in society today, of course, it's taught that because you're nothing more than an animal, you have to go out and do things uh, that your body wants you to do, that your sensations want you to do, and that there's no self-control. You know, it's just stuff, excuse me, that happens. And we know that that's not true because you can uh, certainly, you're, you should have self-control. You're called to self-control, and God will give you, through Holy Spirit, self-control. So you don't have to just respond uh, because that's what you felt like when you saw somebody. So that's kind of the the sex thing. What do you think? Yeah, um, I think there. I'm careful with that word, uh, self control. Um, because my my um, ideas of of what that means in scripture has actually changed recently. Um, with a uh, pastor Curtis's one of his sermons and expose on the, the fruit of the spirit and how self-control, um, when you, when you look at the Greek words, they mean, um, they literally and contextually translate to a powerful, like a powerful sense of self, like a powerful sense of, of, uh, security and identity. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, um, yeah, and, we're not... and with that, you are being controlled by the spirit. Exactly. Like self-control is not, I exercise self-control. Correct. It's I relinquish my my control of this action to the Holy Spirit. And then he, uh, by his grace and power, controls um, or gives power to my action. Exactly. And I'm glad you said that because uh, uh, we agree on that. 
self-control, once again, is not putting it on you to become your own um, master, because then that would be going the wrong way, and you are in control of everything, whether you're white-knuckling it or you're just going to be the guy that, that, that makes all the decisions for you, because then, obviously, that's going the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. But, but it's good that you, thank you for bringing that up, because I think it's, never, it's not taught that way enough. I know I didn't learn that until just a few years ago, that self-control was actually something that God does. And I'm giving myself to him to have that esteem and control, whatever, you know, and that identity in him so that I choose the right actions and I want to. And it's because of grace that I can. And grace doesn't cause it to be spilled out and do my own thing. Right. So good, good stuff. So that's kind of the the sex piece then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like you had said, one can be done without the other. So let's talk about intimacy because I think that's a big deal when you're talking to, especially single people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea that they won't be able to be intimate with another person and go through life with somebody as a life partner, or or whatever that means. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially. Like, I know a lot of people who are, they feel very lovesick. Mm-hmm. Just, like, longing that companionship and longing for that in- in- intimacy. Um, and that's that's not a bad thing, you know. Um, but intimacy looks like a lot of different things, mm-hmm. you know. Like, you know, you and I are very intimate. Right. We we do a lot of life together. We do a lot of the our just our daily things, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, go through a lot of hard things. Right. Um, in that kind of commitment, like I'm not walking away from you. You're not walking away from me, and I'm secure in that. And and that fosters, you know, me just being able to talk about things. Um. And, um, you can have that, um, you can have that kind of, that kind of intimacy really with anybody who's committed to you Mm -hmm. in, in, in life, you know? Sure. Um, and it doesn't always necessarily look like with a woman or with a man, if you're a lady, you know, it, (laughs) it, it just, it looks like intimate um revealing friendship where the holy spirit is allowed to be in there and obviously um love is is a piece that's necessary sure for intimacy but um i guess in in this context of like being being open transparent and intimate with somebody just in a conversation um, like you don't have to have an intimate committed knowledge of that person in order to be intimate with, with them in a moment. Right. You know, um, and we need, we, we need that level of, of relationship with, with people in our lives, you know? Yeah. Or it could be, well, it would be lonely. Yeah. And, the key to all of what we're saying, everybody, is that 
each of these points that we're bringing up, they are not the whole thing. There's a lot more to it. But we want to just get you thinking about these things and get you talking about it and start seeing maybe even your life differently and how have you mixed them together or put too much emphasis or said that one naturally leads to the other like an intimacy leads to sex. Well, that's not true. Mm -hmm. And the way that we put that is each of these before the Lord will then be righteous in itself and it will be a good relationship and it'll be deep and meaningful and it'll have purpose in your life such as our relationship. You know, Brandon and I do not have sex. I mean, Mm -hmm. hello, no. But we are incredibly intimate. We know details about each other that no one would ever know and or need to know. Mm -hmm. But that's what God's put there, and we keep that before the Lord in prayer, in respect, and that's where that type of godly love comes in Mm -hmm. because too often now as we move over to from intimacy to love, um, People put love as sex, and that's what our our culture sells it as. Mm-hmm. Love is sex, and it's nothing, you know, it's very little more. And it's so easy for us to be drawn into that that path that leads down it. And, and we see it even in kids' mm-hmm. shows, you know, little kids suddenly have to be uh, kissing and so forth and, and mm-hmm. touching each other in order to care about each other, even in a movie or a cartoon. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I had seen, um, in, in my life specifically, sex, love, and intimacy were, were so tightly bound together that I couldn't imagine one without the other. Yeah. And like, that's, that's, that's just a hard part, right? Yeah. Seeing yeah. it for what it is. That's mm-hmm. great. Tell us more about that. Well, I mean as I've been going through this new season of my life, um, God has, has definitely even, even still been peeling apart those things. Um, tying in like, um, where, where, uh, my mind had been, had been struggling with feeling not good enough in all these different places and how, mm-hmm. um, without, without the sex without sex or at least the prospect of sex or the mm-hmm. or um you know love the idea of love was tied up in just this uh, a feeling and a response and um like and, a like a physical response or just yeah like like an emotional, emotional? An emotional response okay. sure um and you know Christ has definitely been growing my ideas of what love and intimacy um, and sex actually are, mm-hmm. and and just how how separate how separate they are, and and how how versatile um, the, the idea and the mm. just the concept of love really is. You know, wow. he's definitely been taking me deeper into um, what love means, especially just between people. Um, I've been learning. And it's just, just personally, like I've been learning that love doesn't uh, require a response from you, you know, like real, real love, it, it doesn't seek its own, 
right you know like like first corinthians uh, yeah. 13 talks about it doesn't it doesn't seek its own validation from somebody else that's good um in uh, in sex or in uh you know you finding value in in their response or something like that you know it's it's very it's very encompassing mm-hmm. and um i've been very blessed to be with a woman and with other people around me who are showing me um that my value in in my understanding of their love towards me was always based on how well I could respond to them. You know, um, love was always one-sided. And so my love had to be one-sided. And if it, if it, if it couldn't match or mirror or transcend, um, how I thought in my head they were responding to me, then my love wasn't good enough because it was all wrapped up in how I felt or mm-hmm. how I thought I was supposed to feel or respond, you know? Right. And like, that is, that's a big part of worldly love, you know? Mm-hmm. And how, you know, I think that we're trained to understand love as, yeah, it's something that you have to work really hard at and you have to try really hard to do. Um, but, but really it's just at its, at its baseline, it's acceptance, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's a real acceptance. It's, it's a disposition. It's, it's not something that you have to conjure, right? you know, and it's not a feeling response to something. You know, because I, I always thought, like, if if my feeling response wasn't there, then I, I didn't I didn't love whoever I was supposed to be loving in right. my mind, you know. Um. <clears throat> and how could you ever keep that standard, you know, or anybody? Right. Mm-hmm. Because everybody's going to respond to you differently. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden this quote, love is really just... Um, that I felt that that I felt nice about you at this moment or whatever. Because as soon right. as something falls apart and goes wrong, there's Where, nothing left. Love? Yeah. yeah. Um, but love is definitely much much deeper and much more robust than that. Absolutely. Um. And and so like as it as it relates to what we're talking about. You know, that that was something that that's how my idea was love of love was tied up with with sex and intimacy. Like I could I can't have love without um sex because it was it's part of the part of the response. That's mm-hmm. that's it's how the response package if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And so that's just how it looked for me it can look an infinite number of different ways for other people. Sure. Um, but you know, it's, it's just, it's hard. It's, 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 it's a difficult thing to navigate through. It is. And that's why we're just, we're just talking about it. 
so that you can look at your own life and go, where am I mixing these things? Where have I implied them to an area in my life that it doesn't belong? Mm-hmm. Like, like what we've been saying, that if I, if this person really wants to be close to me, then why aren't we doing more about it? And that's where um, God can is and needs to be, because if especially if you're both, um, well, if you're opposite sex attracted or same sex, you know, it's like, well, what are we going to do with this now? Well, we're going to keep it before the Lord so that we do it right. Is it, you know, two guys might get together or two women and be roommates forever, you know, even opposite sex attracted, but yet they're close and because mm-hmm. they don't take it to the point of, of harm. And that's all we're talking about is look at these things in your life and how you're responding in your relationships, or maybe you're even holding yourself back from becoming, let's say, intimate with somebody because you're afraid that it might lead to something that you don't want. And it and, and certainly it doesn't have to, and it won't. There's nothing to fear when you have God involved with the relationship. Mm-hmm. When he's there and present, it's okay. So basically, straight guys, don't worry about if you get to know a gay guy. He's not going to sleep with you because that's not what's going to happen. You know, you're not going to just end up having to do that to have a friendship. That's that's just the enemy trying to convince you that this person has no value to you. And God's saying, this person is valuable to me and I've sent you. Now go and do what I've called you and asked you to do. Well, and even, you know straight Christian guys who, you know, uh, I, I know guys who are very, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, very reserved. The, they'll call themselves very patient. Um, <laughs> in, uh, you know, they'll take years and years and years to, 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 you know, to, to get to know, a girl and it's like, Oh, well, I just, I just don't know. You know, I don't know if it's what the Lord wants and right. You know, and it, it's out of, it's out of fear of, of, you know, just like what you said, like, Oh, maybe, maybe I won't want to be with this person or, mm-hmm. you know, like having, having all of those ducks in a row before you decide to take that, that extra step just, just to see, you know, if, if that is where you would want to go. Now, obviously you're not going to do that with everybody. Right. Um, but I know that being too quick to the trigger and being, <laughs> you know, like poop or get off the pot type of, right. you know, <laughs> this has got to be it. Cause it felt good last night or, you know, in my heart today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hurry, you know, they're, they're both, they're both short-sighted. Yeah. And and like you don't have to be afraid of those things happening. Um I know that in my mind I was always afraid that the next person I liked would just be a stepping stone to someone else. You know, like like Well, and that balls up the love sex intimacy thing because mm-hmm. it was all or nothing mm-hmm. until the next all or nothing. Yeah. It's like have to have the whole the whole uh 
mental preconceived notion package of what relationship looks like of what of what love looks like and intimacy and all my feelings have to be there all the time and all the stars Mm. have to align for this to be okay because if it doesn't (laughs) i am completely screwed i'm left out in the cold and i'm just going to be in pain and there's going to be nothing to show for it and god's a failure Mm -hmm. and like whether or not you know single christian guys will admit it that's exactly what they think Mm -hmm. because I you're there tell us about it you know Mm -hmm. and you know I'm in a wonderful relationship with with a with a girl Mm -hmm. and um I (laughs) it's it's been the most amazing thing of my life and and but my but the part of why I know it's it's good and why god is doing this mm-hmm. is because it's also been the scariest <laughs> and most difficult thing because my entire um ideas of what love and relationship have or were supposed to look like have just been mm. turned upside down you know um christ has been satisfying um, my deepest insecurities and yeah. I have been able to to give grace and uh, help satisfy and build up her deepest insecurities right you know and it's it's just really cool and um, uplifting and um, I think that's a great um, picture of especially if somebody's not in a relationship or they just got out of one or whatever before you go into that next one, be prepare, prepared to let God in there, like you've, you're talking about, and let him possibly even turn your world upside down. Because, you know, in, in worldly psychology, the, the, the trend is, and the, the talking points are, well, she always marries these bad guys, and he always picks the wrong woman, you know, always failing relationships. Well, the reason for that is because God's not in it. And even though Christians will do exactly the same thing, they're no different. Um, If you take a little more critical look at it and go, okay, but have I allowed God to change the way I think? If, If I always end up in a disaster because I always follow the same path, hello, um, then isn't it time to let God get in there and say this is the path you need to follow so you don't end up where you always think you will because i have more for you i have better for you and you can have all of these things and i don't want you to fail in it i want to teach you i want to hold you up i want to build you and too often we're so quick to go to trying to create a a a relationship and an intimacy whether it's going to be long term or not and then we just close god out of it and you have not done that you have opened up to god and said wow this is really tough but go ahead, change my way of thinking. Show me what was and what is and what's to come. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, it's it's really, I'm trying to think of how, of how, how to put it. <laughs> we think of that process as being manageable. Like, okay, Good. yeah, it's really scary. It's really hard, but at least I can manage it. 
Mm. And the truth about it is that something as deep as your understanding of sex, love, intimacy, and relationships, if there's different and difficult stuff in there that's been ingrained in you, it's not pleasant to have that upturned. No. I mean, but it's... It's the same for for all of us. It's good. For me, too. It is good. It's it's good, and it, it's how Christ brings us into health. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, anyone who has known me for more than you know a few years, um, has seen or at least heard about my my track record with relationships, just disaster after disaster. Mm-hmm. And um, Christ, Christ. Christ said, here is this person. You are not allowed to run. You are not allowed to step away from this because I want to take you into health. I want to change your mind. And I want, because she needs you as much as you need her. Right. And I think that, and like, I didn't know that beforehand. I didn't know, I didn't hear that from God beforehand. I just, you know, had this really fun story with this girl that I liked. And I wasn't afraid of it progressing as it as it was. Mm-hmm. So Christian guys, don't be afraid of the natural progression of things. Even if it's scary. You know, like, you, you don't have to be so deathly afraid of intimacy because what if it goes away or what if I'm not good enough or, you know. Yeah, because again, intimacy doesn't mean sex and it doesn't mean relationship to the point of like marrying or whatever because like we've been saying, what if it's with a man um, and you're able to have like what we have, this the depth of friendship and intimacy because I think when, as you're saying this, I'm... Uh, you're right, you didn't know it in the beginning, so we start on the path that we've always known. Mm-hmm. And then are we ready to let God take over, which is what you did? Because you didn't get very far down the path and you start going, wait a minute, uh, I don't want it to be this old way. I see these old things happening and God came in and began to do a work mm-hmm. and, and do a change of you. You can't change you because you only know what you can do and what you want to do. So you head for it, but God can. And that goes with, all of our points here, sex, love, and intimacy, mm-hmm. God can reorder them because he orders your steps and he will lay them out so that you can follow them. In a, it, It's peaceful even if it's painful. And we're not saying, and I know you're not saying, well, it's going to all be tough and painful. No, God doesn't make it painful for us. We do because of our choices mm-hmm. and because of our habits. God's bringing us into a righteous way of thinking and our flesh goes kicking and screaming out of that. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we don't want to let go. Yeah. It would, no, I, I definitely don't want to be, be that guy who's like, oh, it's just terrible because it's not. It's been it's been truly wonderful. Yeah. You know. But um, the process can be tough. It yeah. takes some doing, right? Mm-hmm. And going through. But God has been there to support you and give you more and more. Well, and the thing is, is so is she. It, right in the case of Wait, and, yeah. and I've mm-hmm. I've been there with her through really hard things too, yeah. 
and and Christ specially equipped us and just just seriously like every day he shows me just how different we we really are from our old patterns mm-hmm. you know um and and j- just just everything her her family um you know i i i never thought that my significant other's family could like me i thought that that was like a faraway dream yeah you know um you know there there are just specific things that christ has been showing me and i i guess i guess this is my point is that um being terrified about whether or not it's right isn't right there you go you know um thinking three things through with wisdom is is one thing right but like i'm i'm of the persuasion that when when two people have grace for each other in their differences shortcomings failings things that are similar you know when when there is grace when there is christ um you could it's it's okay you know that 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 openness that tra- that transparency that ability to just be able to talk um and and talk through not just talk about but talk through mm-hmm. your um fears and insecurities like Christ brought me somebody who I could talk through my insecurities and fears with because she was different enough from me mm-hmm. and was strong is strong that's right in, in the ways that i'm weak and i'm strong in ways that she's weak right and we hold each other up in christ and we remind each other of who we really are like that's and which piece of well that's that's love. the idea that's love and it's intimacy mm-hmm. right because you had a christ love to start it and now you've become intimate in love and understanding and identity is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Without the sex, because it's not necessary to have that to make these two work. Right. And God's showing you that and teaching you that. Mm-hmm. You know. And he does so much for me too, uh, Brandon. Uh, you know, I am uh, <laughs> I'm terminally single and I'm okay with that. But as I relate to people, especially uh, men that I know and respect, um, I'm learning. I've learned new patterns and new ways. I've learned how to be in the room and not feel lesser because I can't achieve something that that I think that I always needed in order to be considered um, worthy to be around people, you know, mm-hmm. or or having to like oh to make sure that 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 person that guy likes me i i need to have sex with him so that that way i feel like i'm somewhat of an equal mm-hmm. and god has just come in and because i've allowed him to have my self and he is in control he has led me and brought me and changed my mind about how to to be that guy in the room and how to have those friends mm-hmm. and and it's a big deal 
it's a big deal. And you're right, it wasn't easy. And it took a whole lot of doing the same old thing and just changing one little thing that I didn't even realize I was changing. And then all of a sudden I'm somewhere else. It's like, I desire that. Well, and, and like the the real part is, is that we can't change ourselves. Right, that's what we've been we saying. We can't make a single hair on our head, black or gray. Um, and that's that's been a big theme in, in my life lately is I right. can't, I cannot, and I'm not responsible for changing my old ways of thinking. Right. It's, okay, Jesus, this is how I think. This is what's going on right now. I need, I need you to take control. I need you to do your thing Mm -hmm. because I can't change this and I'm afraid or I'm angry, you know, like whatever it is for, for you in, in, in your life and heart, like stop trying to change yourself. Um, stop trying to, to take control of, of splitting those things apart, the sex, love and intimacy. Um, stop trying to, to be God for yourself and, and let, let God be God enough to, to be in control of that process. Right. Don't unscramble the egg because you can't. Mm-hmm. But God will. Or he'll fry it up, make it nice and firm so that you can stand on it. <laughs> and it'll be your past. And God is, God's got you covered. And I'm hungry now. And now I'm hungry. So let him make an omelet out of it. But thanks so much for joining us. And thanks for letting us share this truth with you. Because there's a lot more to it. Get in touch with us. We're happy to talk to you about it. Uh, watch our uh, YouTube's uh, at some of the places we've been because we do talk about this in a little more detail as well. Mm-hmm. We love you. So yeah, thanks again for watch, uh, watching, listening to Free Indeed Radio, and go out and change someone's mind about God. Thank you for listening to Free Indeed Radio. Send us your prayer requests, comments, and suggestions to freeindeedco at gmail.com. We would love to hear how the Lord has touched your life and rejoice with you. Don't forget to sign up to follow us by email on the website and get our app from the Google Play Store. Free Indeed is listener-supported, and we invite you to come check out how you can support us through our website at www.freeindeedco.com. Free Indeed Ministries believes that your tithes belong to your local church, and we receive your donations as offerings to support the mission of Free Indeed to advance the gospel of grace throughout the world. The Lord bless you as you go into your world and change someone else's mind about God.